and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to The Maynard Files. This is Josh, your host, the individual who interviews other individuals who are more individual than himself. And with me today, all the way from beautiful Russia, was it Russia? Is that where you're at currently? No, Palm Springs. <laughs> Close enough, right? Okay, so Palm Springs, California. I have the wonderfully magnificent Miss Fluff, also known by her her spy name, Claudette. Welcome to the show. Hi, Josh. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thank you for, for coming on. This has been a long time, uh, long time in the works, and mm -hmm. I, I definitely appreciate you putting aside the time to come on today. Um, so, I mean, I... How, okay, first and foremost, let's get this out of the way. How's the weather in Palm Springs? Because I want to go boring, and then we'll go into exciting. Okay. It's about 100 degrees. I think it's perfect. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say perfect? Yes, I love it. Oh, my goodness. I think you and I might differ substantially on what we consider to be perfect weather. <laughs> but that's okay. Are you, uh, are you originally from Palm Springs? No, from Miami, Florida. Get out. Mm -hmm. Well, that's pretty rad. Awesome. Because last night I was actually just watching Miami Vice. So I don't know if that's like, does it still look like that? That's really all I want to know. Does it still look like? It does. It really does. Perfect. And Edward James almost is running around all the time? Or <laughs> yes. is that, are you just saying that? I don't think he actually does. He doesn't, does he? <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. So, so, so you're originally from Florida, now living in Palm Springs. You, um, your claim to what we're going to call fame, because like you have a very good following and you are very talented. Your art is, I don't even know how to describe your art other than just like, it's one of those, it's, it's that kind of art that I like to look at and it definitely makes you feel like you're just in like a really fun place when you look when when you're looking at your artwork so um i think all of my listeners would want to just kind of i'm i'm interested so i want to kind of hear you know how you got your start in this and, and i mean is this something that you always had a passion for or was this just something that you you fell into okay well first thank you i'm so glad you enjoy it Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, it is hard to uh, describe it. I like to, it's kind of a mashup of all the things that I love and, you know, get I get excited about. Um, how I got started, well, I was drawing when I was little because I really liked, you know, being quiet and alone. So <laughs> drawing was a nice thing to do by myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, and you, you know, play music and your imagination goes and it's just a, an escape. So pretty much the art was an escape for me. So that's how I started and just kept drawing all through um, until, let's see, I got into an art school on a dare because someone said I wasn't good enough. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try. And they were right. I wasn't good enough. All the other artists were really amazing. And I pretty much sucked. Holy cow. <laughs> but, you know, they, they let me in because they saw that I really had a passion for it and I wanted to learn. So... That was New World School of the Arts in Miami, Florida. And no joke. Uh, it really changed my life because it showed me when I was in school that, wow, you could really do so much with art, not just being in a gallery. There's so much, you know, potential. So that's how I got started. And let's see. After that, I went to Pratt Institute in Brooklyn and studied animation because I thought I still wasn't very confident about painting and drawing. So I thought, I'm, I'm going to be better at filmmaking because I really want to create, you know, worlds, you know, to take people into, um, you know, 
rules that don't exist. I want to do music, crazy music videos and animation. But when I was there, like the technology wasn't there yet. And they had me on a Chiron to learn. That was our computer for the, do you know what that is? Um, no, but I'm going to have you explain that because that sounds amazing. It was a giant computer that they used for TV graphics and it would only do the cheesiest, most basic stuff that you can imagine, like flying text and uh, pixelating the, oh, you know, okay. doing like fades and like, why am I learning this? I really want, you know, this is like, the computer needs to get better. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you weren't really doing any of the MC Scat Cat Paula Abdul video. Oh no! Okay. That way, we didn't have that there. Well, that's unfortunate because that's that. Well, that's Brooklyn for you, really. I mean, mm -hmm. come on. Let's let's be honest. I'm kidding, Brooklyn. Don't hurt me. <laughs> but that's that's super crazy. So continue with this though. So how long were you there in that? About a year and a half, and then I transferred over to New World School of the Arts because they opened a college program that was backed by University of Florida, and so I really love the teachers there, and I'm like, I'm just going to go back and see what they can do. So um, taking computer classes and painting classes and all kinds of classes. When I graduated, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> I didn't know. You know, there's really no, like, um, they don't really put you into, like, once you graduate, you're on your own. Yeah, no so, kind of placement programs. Um, yeah. Yeah, animators, I think, anybody that's artistic, um, when, you, when you graduate, I think that's probably one of the biggest hurdles. Um, mm -hmm. It would be the the placement because it's like at that point now you, you're kind of you're kind of in charge of putting the wind in your own sails. So yeah, I completely okay. understand that. But that's uh, so. So I mean, I, th I just think it's interesting that this all started because of a dare. Yeah, and, I know. Because usually most dares end with somebody eating like a live shellfish or something. It, do, it never usually ends with college being the 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 uh, the end result. So I'm that's I mean that's pretty cool. So. Yeah. That's that's pretty groovy. So now, what era was this in? Like when you were when you were in school and everything. Like how far was technology as far as uh, where animation goes or the 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 avenues that you were looking to pursue? Okay. So do you remember the black and white Apple computer? I most certainly do. <laughs> that's when I was trying to be an animator. No way. Yes. That's amazing. Were they black and white or were they green and black? Okay, they were both. I think, Perfect. I'm trying to remember. No, the, the little square, the really weird tiny square one. Oh, yeah. Okay. That looked like a bonbon yes. or something. Yes. That one was black and white. But you're right. It was green and black at first. Well, they had the, one of those. The originals. I, yeah, those were like the ones that I had in elementary school where basically it was, <laughs> Oregon, it was Oregon Trail or bust. Like anything else. Like you didn't do anything else. There was no other mm -hmm. point to a computer. So, But that's insane. So that's what you were learning on. That's what oh, you yeah. were doing. Oh. I got into the Pratt Institute uh, by filming the screen of the computer, the black and white Apple computer. You had to be really super special to use the color one because there's only one color monitor in the whole school. And the teacher had to, like, love you <laughs> to let you use it. So what you're saying is bribery is what was necessary. Okay. I'm on board. Yeah, so I did a stop animation with a video camera filming the screen of a black and white Apple computer. And that's what got you. And it got me first place international against all these crazy people that were doing animation. And I, I just, it was just a shot in the dark. That and that's amazing. how I got into Pride Institute. That's super amazing, though. And that's good for you for being innovative enough to do something along those lines. I mean, I think that's, 
that kind of like speaks a that speaks volumes because most artists, I, I think that you all kind of you kind of are your most creative when it's the most like primitive. I I, I want to <laughs> feel like. I just think that I've seen I've seen more things in my day that I've liked and and it's so rudimentary as far mm -hmm. as like the 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 skill level or the way it comes across um, and animation has always been something that I've been very fond of too. so to even know that you kind of started out in that is pretty impressive did any of your uh, any of your animations ever make it onto like liquid television which I know was a huge outlet or any of the oh, animation yeah, well, I wanted I wanted to I'd love that but it, it didn't no. Can we pretend that it did? So it okay. adds a certain element of awesomeness. <laughs> not that it's not already awesome. I'm just saying, you know, we can do that. But that's that's crazy. So then, okay. So after graduating from school for doing art mm -hmm. and everything, was that just was that primarily what you did then from that point forward? I got more into graphic design and like um, you know pushing text around, really like catalog and stuff and. Logo design, just anything that I can do, like with the skills that I had learned. Mm -hmm. And so that went on for a while until I found my best job ever was at Fredericks of Hollywood. I can imagine. Okay. Oh, so I came out here in California to be an animator, and it turns out that I, I wasn't very good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I tried out for Disney and also I think Warner Brothers, and I tried out for The Simpsons, but. I got hired, and then I didn't last a week because you, that was before the computers were up to par, and so everything was drawn by hand. Yeah. And my characters always had a wobble and a wiggle oh, because I, I, I couldn't get them to, you know, you have, they have, it's so precise. Yeah. From one, you know, from one to the other, from one, um, you know, cell to the other. So yeah, and I'm I mean, like, if you're you know doing, what? It, I'm just gonna do my own thing. Yeah, and, and you're doing it the old freelance, way. Freelance, freelance, and then ended up at Fredericks of Hollywood. Cool. And then for Fredericks of Hollywood, what were you doing? I was hired first to be a, a catalog designer. You okay. know, making things look pretty. Right. But then I found in the back room these amazing catalogs from the '50s of you know when they first started. And I, I, I saw all the pinup girls. They even had some like um, real uh, artwork that you know they used in the catalog, the paintings made in gouache of the pinup girls. And I was like, this is gorgeous. This is really good stuff. People would love this now. And I tried to like get them to put that the designs of the old pinup art into onto their products. And they're like, oh no, that's old, that's so old, we need new, new, new. And I'm like, you know what? I would stay, I stayed after work and I made my own version and redesigned their um, line of, you know, not party gifts, but what is it, what is it called? Well, like edible panties. Oh, okay, like the novelty, <laughs> the novelty yes, items. No, their novelty yes. line. Not oof, man. Yeah, it was. It, but the packaging was horrendous. It was like you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want that around you. It was no. like just bad. Not at all. You know. And there was always that mistake that you would make. Did I pack my fruit roll up or did I pack a pair of edible panties? So there was always that. Like, I don't know if you lived in fear of that, but the, in my household, that was something that I was always in fear of being an eight-year-old. <laughs> Um, my grandparents, they were, they were crazy. Anyway, 
you were, that's you were hilarious. Saying, sorry, I didn't mean to go down that path, but <laughs> I told you there would be tangents on this show. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> oh, they had me as a taste tester for a while. Good Lord. I'm, I may or may not have actually needed that on here, but I think that that's going to add to the show. That's going to really add to this. I like that. That's uh, oh, So yeah. that's a cool... God, is that... Is, I mean, do you think that they still have that job opening? There, well, they didn't give it as a job. They were like, oh, Claudette will try it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mikey will eat it, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think that, I think that, I think, I hope it wasn't as crunchy as life. I, that oh, probably, no. Yeah. Probably ruin it. Nice pop culture reference, though. Totally mm -hmm. big. All right. Right on. So you had to taste test these things for, for Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah, they had the whipped cream and the, the edible paint and chocolate, you know, fond, I don't know, fondue of some sort, and, oh my you know, God. edible paints and things. So it was a myriad <laughs> of things that they had me, you know, taste test. That is but, amazing. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a hell of a gig though. You start out doing catalogs, you end up, mm -hmm. you, you know, you end up being a food critic for mm -hmm. things that really aren't even probably classified as food. I know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not with the USDA. I don't know anything. <laughs> Oh, so they were going to uh, cancel these hor this horrible line of novelties. And I said, let me give it a try. And I redesigned the whole thing. And everyone in the office thought it was so cute because it was just, you know, um, inspired by the old catalogs with the pinup art. And it was really cheeky. I, had, I put some humor into it. Like Queen of the Jungle had this monkey attached to the girl because he was smitten with her. And then um, Kiss of Fire had a different character that I made. I started making characters for them that would be, you know, cute and fun. And maybe you would go to a bachelorette party and bring the gifts or something and not be embarrassed by it. It would be, it'd be not something you would like. And it turns out that people started collecting it and writing in to Fredericks about how much they loved it. And so it got expanded and expanded. And then the financial lady came over to me and goes, Claudette, do, do you know that um, you are putting a huge dent into our debt? Because they were they were going through bankruptcy. Like, they said that the sales were through the roof. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to get a raise. I'm going to get a raise. And instead, they demoted me and they took away my uh, creativity. They're like, instead of me just coming up with stuff at night when nobody was around, because I did it for fun, you know? Yeah. I would do my work, and then I would do the, the fun stuff, of, you know, designing and drawing and stuff. Oh my God! Not, I just realized yeah. you were and like then, you were like Andrew McCarthy in the movie Mannequin, where like you were doing everything overnight. Ah, oh, I love that movie. But I certainly hope there were no things coming to life in that place, especially in the edible department of anything. Oh no! I digress. I was in the old building, and it was said that there were ghosts in there, Ooh. in the old building on Hollywood Boulevard. I, I, I don't have any doubts. I have no <laughs> doubts whatsoever. But continue. I'm so sorry to cut you off. Oh, no problem. Um, where was I? You were talking about how you stay, they demoted you. That's stupid. Oh, yeah, because it started to make a lot of money. And so once that's, there's like all of a sudden, there's more on the line for it. And so they're like, oh, take it away from her. She doesn't know what she's doing. I'm like, but I kind of invented the idea of it. And so they would be having meetings without me, and then they'd come over and tell me what to draw. And I'm like, oh, this is not fun anymore. And the ideas were really messed up. Were garbage. Oh, yeah. you wouldn't even believe this one is so ridiculous. 
okay, draw a cat in a cheerleading outfit and put Frederick's University um, on, you know, as her outfit. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, the it would be, you know, the letters F-U. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? Right on. So we're crossing many layers here. We're, we're yeah, that's... No. I'm like, didn't you realize that that's what it would be? And besides, a cat in a cheerleading outfit, it's like, no, that's, that's not what we want here. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, no, no, there's no market for bestiality that I know of in the States. But that's just, that to me is weird. Animals used to sell products that are like in that realm, just kind of, it's a big turnoff, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I don't know, I mean, maybe Virginia has a place for it. I don't know. Oh, anything. no. Did I say that out loud? Oh, no. No, we're going to go keep going. You, you were saying something that wasn't insulting to a, a, a whole state. Go ahead. So I had a lot of days that had, you know, like sick days or personal days that I'd never used. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take two weeks off and do something. Oh, and, and during lunch, I had my little notebook of dreams. And I would write down, if I could do whatever I wanted... And I wanted to have my own line. That was my dream since I was little. And, um, oh, I forgot to tell you what really sparked me also. Okay. Hello, Hello Kitty. Oh, okay. Excellent. Hello Kitty. Yes. When I saw the little, uh, is it a bodega or display or something? Mm -hmm. Inside Burdines. I don't know if you remember that store. Oh, I, the name only. I, I've never actually, I've probably never been into one of those stores. But the name I, I do know. East Coast only, maybe. Yeah, the name sparks sparks something, but I've, I I can guarantee I've never been in one of those. <laughs> I think yeah, I think they're gone. But yeah, so I discovered Hello Kitty with my mom at the mall, and she would just let me loose on the, on the Hello Kitty uh, display, and it was just the cutest things that they made no sense. I mean, little twin stars. What is that? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> the 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 designs were so adorable, and all the stuff was just. I still have some of it from so many years ago. I can't even believe it. Oh, so hold on to that. That's got to be. That's those are those are like because I think the quality has gone down. By the way, yeah. let's take a moment to really appreciate the Sanrio Corporation. Thank I you, know. Sanrio. I don't know how to say what is it. How do you say thank you in Japanese? I can't remember. Arigato. Perfect. It was arigato. Yeah, domo arigato, Mr. Mm -hmm. Roboto. Okay. Thank you, Styx, for doing at least one good deed in your career. I know. <laughs> in your musical career. Um, no, that's the, so that was so. And I, and you know what's funny is I see a lot of that in your work. I can actually see some of that translated, like your interpretation. But I but your your artwork. I'm, I mean, we can't candy coat it. It's got like a life of its own. Um, Thank you. Your images, like. I think the first time I saw one of your pieces, legitimately, I could I could think to about a dozen things that I had seen in any given department store that had those cutesy designs on them. Um, mm -hmm. And and I think that you, I mean, don't you have you have a few items that are you don't just do prints and and things like that. I I, I do want to say that you have, you know, actual physical materials and things like that that you have your designs on. Correct. No. A ton of stuff. So I had obviously a, I'm the worst. Line, I am a, the worst a, interviewer a ever. Line and all kinds of accessories, pajamas and panty sets that came in cigar boxes and uh, pajama sets that came in a milk carton. I know weird stuff, but <laughs> in a milk carton? Yeah, because it was fun. It came from Fluff Farms. That's amazing. 
<laughs> oh, I was going nuts there for a while. At any one point, there'd be at least 200 different items in the catalog. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. So yeah, that's what I've been doing for the 10 years, all the way up to 2014 until it all exploded. And then it's just, and now you're just where you want to be. Actually, it's more fun now, and because I deal with only myself. Well, yeah. Are you LLC'd now? Have you LLC'd yourself? I'm INC. Fine, whatever. Jeez. <laughs> really nice flex there, by the way, Claudette. Thank no, you. I'm just, you know, no, I'm kidding. I'm just giving kidding you a hard time. That's that's pretty awesome, though. Um, so now, so but now, what I think is what I think is really important, though, is is regardless of where you're at, as far as like what you do to market yourself. It's nice to see that your your work hasn't suffered. Like you, it doesn't look like anything's ever. If anything, it's only getting better, and that's amazing because I know a lot of times um, artists will kind of just kind of get into this weird thing where you can kind of tell they're just going through the motions. But your all of the stuff that I see you post, anything that I see out there, it still looks like it's like you're still putting a hundred percent into it, which is awesome. Oh. Thank you so thank you so much. You're very welcome. That's 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 awesome, and that's something that you know keep the spark going, um, because my spark died a long time ago. So I have to vicariously live through all the rest of the art community that I know and love. I don't believe you. You should because I don't lie, except for maybe on resumes, <laughs> but it's only because there were like two jobs I don't want to mention. Anyway not important what is important um my my other question here because i kind of wanted to ask just because i, I kind of get like you're from florida obviously mm -hmm. you've 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 been in a really cool area you know beaches and all sorts of cool things especially miami which i think i need to take a moment to really appreciate the miami sound machine can we have a moment yeah. for gloria stefan okay <laughs> the rhythm is gonna get you and that's yeah. what they don't prepare you for um but I was just actually listening to her album like for the last three days straight, and it's been driving everybody crazy. So yeah, I don't. Conga is like one of the greatest songs ever made, and I don't know if people even know that. But what I was going to ask you was, being um, being like your your upbringing, where you grew up, and everything, um, like how much of you do you put into your artwork, like your characters and your the 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 environments and everything like that? Like how much of that is is you? And then how oh, much yeah. of it it's is... all a fantasy, you know? Yeah. I'm surrounded by living cupcakes or on, on a tropical exotic island. That's or awesome. Or wearing, you know, all leopard all the time. All, I mean, <laughs> you should just start a, a channel, really, is what you should do. Just like all leopard all the time. <laughs> Fluff TV, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. which... I like that. Yeah, it's not bad. It wasn't my, but I I want a, like a residual if it goes into production. I mean, yes. Come on, don't make don't make me send you papers that actually need to be notarized. I I don't have time okay. for that. Legalities are not something I'm a fan of. Um, but that's that's a yeah, that's incredible. So what what was the like the the moment in your career that was the crowning like the what would you consider to be the crowning achievement? Like like was it a a piece that you had done or was it just like where where you had where you had gone in your career? Like, what was it for you? That's a tough one. I'm sorry. You can think on that yeah, one. Yeah, it is. To. No, actually, it's like I always hope that something better is always around the corner. So there's not anything like that. I knew I was super excited when I was, was um, approached by the company that I worked with 
for the 10 years that made all that stuff that I designed, that turned my... Because I started out as a greeting cards when I took the time off of Frederick's. Mm -hmm. I went to the trade show with greeting cards that I had printed off of my Epson printer from home and glittered them and hoping somebody would place an order. That's how it started. So my first order was pretty exciting. And at the end of that show, I was like, oh, my God, maybe this could really be a way that I could do my art as a living, you know? So that was a very happy time. And when I was found by the manufacturer, that was another big one. But actually, when people, they write to me and they say, I've been a fan of yours for a lot since the beginning, 2002, and now my daughters are big fans of yours. It's like, oh my gosh, not only the mom, but now her kids too. That means so, that meant so much to me. So it's more like the excitement of people enjoying it is what I always wanted, what and I always wanted. So that's that's my my best achievement. That's amazing. And that's got to make you feel amazing inside. Yeah, that's that's definitely. a great feeling. Because <laughs> yeah. you're kind of like an uh, I would consider you to be and and you know, you can if you need to, you can send me a punch via mail for this one for saying oh. it out loud, but you kind of like are up there like I wouldn't I would say it's like you and Lisa Frank are like oh, are on the oh level. My God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I'm surprised. You. You're welcome. I'm surprised. That means everything to me. Oh, that, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. And that's pretty much all of the kissing up I have for this interview. We've already okay. used it all up. <laughs> but that, no, because, I mean, you have that same feel. Like, I'm, I see, like, things like that. I see, I see school organizers. I see erasers. I see, like, stickers all over lockers that have your images wow. on them. You know what I mean? Josh, so, because... When you were asking me how I got inspired, yeah. Well, I didn't get to tell you that Lisa Frank was a biggie. So you had at, Hello at Kitty and Lisa Frank. I'm sorry. You had Lisa Frank and Hello Kitty then, right on. S, Wham, Daddy Boop, and all the cartoons I grew up with. But Lisa Frank was a big one because I was all into the the unicorns with the rainbows, <laughs> all the candy, the illustrations of the candy, the oh, stickers, yeah. all that fun, cute, girly stuff. That definitely is. A bone of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Then I'm glad that I was able to peg that. So that that's was... amazing. You saw it. Well, yeah. I mean, like it's it, well, it's because it's got that same feel. It's got because to me, I know this is going to sound really weird, and mm -hmm. but growing up, even you know, as you know, you, you know, when in the '80s when you're growing up and you're like a boy, you're supposed to like the macho stuff. But I was yeah. always kind of like I like everything, and Lisa Frank stuff. I had one folder because it had like this really cool panda. And I was like, that's amazing. So I'm doing that. And it went in my Trapper Keeper, and <laughs> nobody ever saw it. But I was like, because it was the imagery. It was like the vibrant colors. It was just like mm -hmm. very cool. And it always gave me a feeling of like, I don't even know how to like, I don't even know what to compare it to. I guess it would be comparable to, do you remember those old Dairy Queen commercials where they used to have like the mountains made of chocolate? And oh, like, yes. And I wanted to live there. Because I'm a fat kid, okay, at heart. I was like, I want to eat my way out of this. I want to live here so I never have to go hungry again. And this is this is like when I'm a child, so I don't even know the I don't even know the concept of diabetes. So you don't even care about mm -hmm. that when you're a kid. But you're you're thinking like, oh my god, like this would be awesome. So that feeling, that warm, weird feeling, was the same feeling I got from looking at uh, Lisa Frank's stuff, and it's the same feeling I get from looking at your stuff. So it's just oh, like okay. a very like weird home, but 
fantasy world home kind of a feeling that I get. So it, if that was a that was a horrible example, but you're welcome at the same time. No, that was a really great way to describe it. Cool with gluttony, mm -hmm. gluttony and vibrant colors. So basically, yeah, I'm the spokesperson. Candy, yeah, yes. I'm the spokesperson for LSD at this point. Congratulations, Josh. You've done a <laughs> you've done a great job. Um, that's crazy though. It was so that's awesome. So that was a huge inspiration. Now, yes. Like, um, okay. So now I want to ask you, like, what was the? I'm sure this has happened in your career. What was the most? What was like the craziest thing anybody ever like wanted you to do? Like commissioned you for? But that I actually did, did it? I don't yeah. Know think. Or that you didn't. Even if it was just something crazy. Like, you know, they wanted something incredibly not up your alley. And you're like, I'm going to have oh, to. Oh, no, but, but if I say it and they hear this, they're going to be really sad. Oh, well then, you know what? <laughs> Let's save that for off the air. We'll save that off the air. But what was the best? What was like, I mean, I'm sure you get some pretty. Oh, I get crazy. I get crazy things people want me to draw all the time. Okay, I'll say it. A oh, sexy, yes. di sexy dinosaur. How can I do that? And why would I do it? What do you mean? A sexy dinosaur? All you have to do is make sure that you've got the curves in the right places. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, let's face it. Like, sexy is just whatever it is. It's going to be whatever it is. But um, I think <laughs> on a dinosaur, I, I mm -hmm. mean, if I were to, like, look at a dinosaur and try to, like, I don't know, make it sexy, I would say it's got to have curves. Mm -hmm. um, probably needs uh, a, a, a pseudo good fashion sense, and maybe maybe some blush. Um, say maybe some blush. Eyelashes are a definite too. And I don't know if dinosaurs had eyebrows, but if they did, I would hope that they're shaped properly. Right. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of out of my realm. I'm mm -hmm. I'm more into a darker realm of artsy fartsy stuff. But you're in the lighter, brighter, rainbow brighter world of it so um geez i don't know that's a good one though that's that's is, is that like one of the best ones you've like one of the craziest commissions you've been asked to do no there's been a few that had like many layers to them mm -hmm. if i can remember like a mermaid but also a winged you know a fairy mermaid with i don't know a unicorn dog or just a, a big amalgamation of something Talk I can't about, remember. Yeah, talk about LSD. Okay, right on. Score. That's pretty bad. So, like, would okay in a in a former life, what would you have considered? Would you have considered yourself a mermaid or a unicorn? What do you think you were? Oh my goodness. Like, if you had to pick, I want I want to be both. Can I just like change like Lady Hawk? Did you just make a reference to the Matthew Broderick Rutger Hauer Michelle Pfeiffer powerhouse that was 1985? <laughs> I love that movie. That I haven't seen that movie in so long. I don't even know if I got the year right, but I just remember that movie because as a kid watching that, I didn't understand it. But it was uh, apparently it was good. Like that, I probably shouldn't have been watching that one, and I probably shouldn't have been watching Cat People either because that was a whole movie of just what the hell was that about? But you know, they were in the same kind of realm to me. I don't know what was going on with that. Lady Hawk. Oh my God! Now I'm gonna have to go watch it. Great. Mm -hmm. It's good. I liked it. Well, fantastic. Do you own it? Do you have a copy of it? No, it's just on sometimes. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'm all about the physical media, so I'd, I'd have to own it on VHS. I wouldn't be able to just say, oh, I want DVD or Blu-ray. No, no, it has to be VHS. So it's like a, it's like a hunt to find it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, analog is kind of the jam. Um, 
This is this is just incredible though, because learning so much about like where you came from that makes me extremely happy. Um, because the schooling, and then getting your first gig, and the excitement of that. Have you done um, Have you done any large pieces? As far as like as for I mean like actual size of the pieces that you've done. Yes. Um... When I was in Miami, the largest piece I did, actually it's hanging in my parents' room. <laughs> it's in the living room. It's about 20 feet long. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's cut into like three pieces, so it's easier to hang. Yeah. And I was doing pieces more that were around five feet, five by four around that, because uh -huh. I had a lot more space. But here, I don't have a lot of space. So hopefully soon I can, you know, move to a bigger place and paint bigger. But I, I would think... You know what, though? I'm going to have to go out on a limb here and say this, but I think that looking at your artwork and looking at where you live, they 100% coincide because you're living in, like, your artwork does have a mid-century modern flair to it in certain um, regards, like certain pieces that you've done, and you are living in the heart of mid-century modern, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Palm Springs is one of my favorite places. so it's, I know. I love it here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird little hidden gem, like... You know, there may not be a lot to do, but they have a target, and I think that's pretty much like 90% of anything that I need to live. So that's mm -hmm. good. And you're, you're not too far. No, not far at all. Arizona, right next door. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. I think it's like a six-hour drive, maybe, if even five hours, maybe. Okay. I don't even know. It's been It's been a hot minute since I've been there, but... Yeah, I just remember like I'd always stop in there. There was there was a tiki bar there that I used to go to, and I can't even remember the name of it. I just remember it was kind of like, um, in this little strip molly area kind of a thing. And I, for the life of me, cannot remember what the name of it was. I don't even know if it's there anymore. But it was a really? it was a really good little place. Yeah, it was it was a kind of seated it, kind of seated in like the back of a strip mall, and it was like very. It had this really cool little, like, I don't know. It's just a very good vibe. It had an open patio, uh, just very nice. But this was, like, this was also about, I want to say, like, seven or eight years ago. So, oh. yeah, I don't know if that was if that was around there. But Is it still around? I don't know. I don't know mm -hmm. the name of it. I guess I can just Google, like, you know, Palm Springs Tiki Bars. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So do you hit a lot of those when you're out there? Or My when you're out there? The Tonga Hut. They still have the Tonga Hut? Of course. What? It's, the, it's so neat the, how they designed it. It has all these different rooms, and the, the um, ambiance is really nice, and it has a cool little fireplace in one room, and um, they even have games out if you want to play, <laughs> and the, the lounge area, and they have music, and the bar has, like, really beautiful crushed glass. It's all, like, it was made especially for them. And a whole wall of carved tiki's. It's beautiful. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to totally check it out. Definitely. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I thought there was a Tonga Hut, but it was in like L L.A. or San Francisco. Oh yeah, the North Hollywood one that's been there for. They do. Like, okay, so I'm 50s, not, okay. Yeah. Okay, so there is that one. That's that's mm -hmm. the one I know of. I didn't know there was one in in Palm Springs, which shows that I have my fingers as far away from the pulse of the tiki community as I possibly can. So that's good. Yeah, if you're here, you have to go to that one. Okay, that's that's going to be on my stops. Now, do you participate in any of the, the really cool Tiki events, like Tiki Oasis, anything like that? I did. I did for two years. Tiki Oasis is amazing. Right it's on. the biggest, most funnest party ever. Nice. <laughs> I still have yet to go, but... You have to go! That's oh, my gosh. That's what I'm told. 
the music, the room parties, everyone's so happy, the outfits. I mean, so much is going on, and all the artists and everything. Yeah. It's like there's there's always something to see, and and um, yeah. So I had the um, the fluff suite. I even had a pink barmaid. Get out. <laughs> a you know a special bar, and then um, hit Pippahula. She made some special drinks for me, and uh, you know some fluff drinks. <laughs> what the heck? You just fluffify everything? I fluffed everything. That's incredible. That is so insane. Like that. I mean, I, I'm digging it. It's it's you're you're marketable. I'll give you that one, kid. You're marketable. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to go this last round when it came out here. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I want to go to the one in San Diego, um, obviously, because that's I think the the bigger of the the two of them. But we do have the Valley Ho, the hotel out here that they do it at, which is pretty rad. Did you go to that one? I heard it's really nice. I didn't go, no. Uh, no, because this last year was, I was still kind of like weary of just being around people because the pandemic makes you realize that you really don't need people. And then when you get around people, you're like, wow, I don't know how to do this anymore. No, just kidding. It wasn't that oh. bad. No, I just had, I had prior commitments and I didn't know that they were actually doing it until it was too late because I had not been keeping up on anything. Um, uh -huh. But I do know one of, I... And I don't know if you know him or not, but one of my uh, one of my friends, artists that I got to interview, uh, Doug Horn. Uh, I know yeah. he was. Do you know him? Yes, he's super nice. Yeah, and his art is amazing. Yes, he's super rad. Like both of you guys are like right there. You guys are neck and neck for who's going to get the bigger piece of my wall in my place. So <laughs> you guys are like right there. No, no worries. It's 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 pretty rad. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, when he comes into town, I know we've gone and grabbed drinks at least once. Um, and he was on my show uh, earlier this year, and uh, I know I think he went to it. And then I just I he he was he extended the invite, and I was like, oh uh, yeah, I I just had work stuff going on, so it was weird because career of course has to come you know before fun, and then <laughs> I get rum, and then it's just everybody's happy, and I just don't know how to handle those kinds of feelings. <laughs> but that's awesome. So. Um, are you going to be making an appearance at the next Tiki Oasis that's out in San Diego? It's coming up soon. I wanted to, but it's just going to be not too possible. too crazy. Yeah. Right on. So, what is there to do? Like now that you're in Palm Springs, do you ever do you ever have any like little shows or anything that you put on there, or do you just strictly go based off of like online stuff now? It's been online, but I've had. I actually was going to open a shop on Palm Canyon. But that didn't work out, and then the pandemic hit, and then, you know, so that happened. But, um, yes, I wanted to have shows out here, so I'm working on having things show. I'm working on paintings, and, um, well, you know, it's been a big transition because I, don't, I didn't have that manufacturing partner anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I was, for a couple of years there, figuring out, well, what do I want to do, and how is this going to work, because... I was doing all the the design and marketing and everything, and then he would manufacture and oh. be in charge of shipping and, and uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff, you yeah. know? So that was a big deal, a big change. So that's why I've been so busy for a couple of years, but things are getting more calm. A little bit and, level, okay. Yeah. And I figured out I really want to just concentrate more on art and then just have a few things, you know, cause since I'm only one person. I don't have a team anymore. Yeah, but you're a, you're a one person incorporated, so that's pretty rad. <laughs> yes. Like, 
Because now I just want to do it to be trendy. Yes, I'm Josh Incorporated. And people will be like, what does that even mean? I'm like, don't worry about what it means. Shut up and buy my products. What do you sell? I have two grapes and a milk jug. Shut your face hole and take it. $49.95. It's art. I'm going to tape it to a freaking blank canvas. It's art. Okay? I can get away with that because that's who I am. That's my business. No, actually, I was an LLC after... I got, you know, away from my partner. Yeah. But then the tax guy that I go to is like, what are you doing? You're going to have to pay so much more tax because you're an LLC as opposed to INC. And I'm like, well, change it over. And so it was a big difference. I mean, so we can we can say that legally on my show, right? You're not going to get in any kind of trouble for that, right? Oh, oops. <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. Well, You're I fine. mean, they know about it. I mean, I'm yeah, sure nobody's gonna people care. know about that. Nobody's going to care. When it comes to, like, looking out for yourself, I think everybody's in the, in the, right, uh, in the right mindset with that one. <laughs> Personally, I think we, we give too much money away, honestly. We do. But it's not the pursuit of money. It's actually the pursuit of, like, happiness. You know what I mean? If, yeah. you, if you chase money and that's all that matters to you, then that's all that you're ever going to have. And then you're going to realize just how actually cold and alone you are in the end of everything. But for people like people with creative minds like yourself and others that I know, your, your pursuit is like, I, I feel that you get a joy out of making other people happy with what you're able to do. So your talent actually provides some sort of a therapeutic um, relief for people. Because I know that like looking at stuff like yours or... Lisa Franks or anything in that in that range, it, it always just inspires me to be in a good mood. Like there's, I can't look at one of your pictures and want to go massacre an entire village. You know what I mean? So that's not something that uh, happens. That makes me happy. Well, that's see, there we go. It's reciprocated now. See, because that's what I think is important is the the message you're able to convey with your art, and that's and I think that yours is like a message of positivity, which is great. Um, because I know that like the last couple of years have been kind of bleak for mankind. So, and, and you've just been right there on the, on the front line, still posting every week. So, you know, that's awesome. So, you know, you're, you're soldiering at that point. And I, and I appreciate it as well as like your, your countless fans. So thank you. You're welcome. Yes, It means, it means everything to me. I get uh, messages from people saying that they look forward to the post and it makes them happy to see the art every day. Oh yeah. So that's, that is, that's the reason for it. That's why I do it. In fact, one of your most recent ones, the one with the, the rocket ship, was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, Aww. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want that tattooed on my inner thigh. But you know, oh. it's just it's because that's just amazing. I'm like, hey, this is going to be cool. But it's going to oh, be like one of the you. surprise tattoos that you won't be able to see unless I'm at the beach. And then people will be like, wow, should he be wearing Speedos? And I'll be like, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> but you're, you're welcome. Um so what's uh, what's on the horizon for you now? Like what what kind of like have you are you thinking about branching off into any other avenues, or are you just gonna keep on keeping on? Yes, keep on keeping on, and I've been getting so many requests for the wall dolls Ooh. that I think I'm gonna try to try to get those made again. I did them myself in yeah. the garage when I had a garage. Yeah, you know I molded it. I did a sculpture. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them? I did. I saw and also pin of girls yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Because you recently, I think, reposted something of that, and I the wall art. I'm I'm holding out for one of those. I'm not gonna lie, because yeah. I definitely okay. like the I like those. Because whenever you bring the wall dolls back, that's because that would go perfect in like I I have a couple of spots in here that they would go perfect in. So. Oh yay! Thank you. You're welcome. 
Don't let Doug know I said that, though, because then he's going to be like, oh, what happened to... And I'll be like, listen, you know what? I'm in showbiz. I promise a lot of things. I oh. I rarely deliver, okay? I just leave me alone. I'm not even in showbiz. I don't even know what I am right now, but we're, we're somewhere. But yes, please bring the wall dolls back. Well, the first time they almost killed me because I was doing all of it myself. I mean, it's a it's really a big job. Well, yeah. If you try, if you try doing pouring of the resin and sanding each one and then painting it, you got to prime it and then paint it all by hand. I got like the worst back problems. Oh, jeez, <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of dolls. Oh my gosh. I can imagine. But what's really but what's really impressive is that you you did it though. You know what I mean? Like you still yeah. went and did it by yourself and that's that speaks volumes in itself just because I I mean it's all about mass production now. So the mm -hmm. fact that you and and so that pretty much made every one of those a one of a kind. They were. Because and that's that's amazing. So at least give yourself a good pat on the back that hurts now. Because it hurts, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. you yourself. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's great though. Yes, please bring those back. And then I don't know, maybe just just keep on keeping on. Don't listen to me. Just do what your heart tells you to do. That's that's all you can do, and it's been serving you pretty well. Um, but let's see. Okay, so we are uh, we're we're just at 45 minutes here, and I, I oh, promised wow. you I wasn't going to take too much of your time. Wow, it went, it went really fast. Uh, that's what people say, and I think that you're just being nice. So I'm sorry for the grueling. Uh, commitment of being on the no. show but I do appreciate you being on the show because you helped me round out season two and now like you said you were excited because now I'm going to branch off and do the paranormal stuff yeah uh, I'll have to ask you real quick if it's okay what well, if it's okay with you to ask you why are you oh, doing the paranormal wait, you're gonna ask, happen? wait are, wait how does this work how are you interviewing me now ah. this isn't how my show goes I'm just curious uh, I don't know. Okay, well, but, I will tell you. I'm that, really interested. I'm really interested in that because of things that have happened to me. So I'm just that's, curious. That's exactly why I'm doing it. I've had. Ooh, a, I can't a, wait. Yeah, I can't wait I've to had, hear. I've had some things happen to me um, that, and I, I, I tend to think like I get it. There's there's a fine line between like imagination and and reality, um, and. But when certain things have happened in my life, just because I didn't want to believe the, the, I don't know, the, the fact that maybe there is something that right. we don't know about. So I logistically tried to eliminate, like just kind of trying to break it all down and say, this is this, 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 and this. And right. that didn't work. And I even like, I even had some tests run to make sure that I didn't have any brain stuff going on. And all of that came back with no, no problems. So I'm like, oh, cool. So this is real. Like, this is really happening. Um, if it were like a one-time thing, I would have said, cool, an isolated incident. Everybody smokes some bad ganj once in a while. I don't know. I can't, I can't tell you. But it didn't, it, it ended up being like a few incidents. So that being said, and I've always been fascinated with like cryptids. So like, like Sasquatch or creatures, you know, Jersey Devil, things like that, that people like, <laughs> that there are legends about and people like, and I believe that all legend has a basis in some kind of fact, whether the fact, oh, yeah. be, whether the, I mean like, you know, you can't really, I feel that like, this is something that is just, it just begs for more. And plus it's a great escape from all of the, the horribleness of what we live in and what we call reality now. So it's uh -huh. like, it's, it's, it's a great escape to think to myself, Hey, there could be something going on where, 
you know, dead people are still able to communicate with living people, and uh -huh. there could be UFOs, and with uh -huh. all the stuff that just happened in the last few weeks with uh, the Pentagon having to release all sorts of information, and, um, you know, our government, like, so just even knowing that there's information to be divulged interests uh -huh. me. But I, I think that that's just something, it, it goes all the way back to when Theodore Roosevelt um, started the whole weird paranormal wing of the government that exists that, you know, they've based, like, I think Hellboy was based off of it, uh, the comic strip. Um, uh, the Is comic that the Blue Book Project? The what? Blue Book Project? Um, that I don't know. You just hit okay. me with something I, I, I may or may not know what that is, and I don't know okay. what that is. But the Blue Book Project, I'm going to look up now. Okay. Um, I just know that he formed it because there was a time... Uh, when he was president, or before he was president, where he actually had an encounter with a quote-unquote Sasquatch. So wow. since since that point, he kind of formed this. He formed a branch of the government that was like their their whole duty was to kind of just be there to investigate paranormal occurrences, whether it be UFOs, ghosts, cryptids, anything like that. And plus, I mean, like if you think about it, for years. Um, the like law enforcement agencies, even the FBI, have been using like psychics. And if that if the stuff's not real, why are we? Why are these? Exactly. It, that's what I'm saying. And like, not to mention all the experiments other countries have been doing on people with their mental abilities. I mean, like, we only use a fraction of what we can do with our brains. So imagine if they can unlock everything. That's going to be. They do remote viewing. Remote all the way to viewing. Russia. Can you believe that? Yeah. So I mean, like, what? yeah, there was some crazy stuff going on. And, I want to uh, do that remote viewing. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you can. I have you. I mean, have you really given it your all? Like, just no. Try but they say that everyone can do it if you just focus and you know put the time into it. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to do anything to be honest. And for this, um, for what's going to happen in my in my podcast coming up, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be traveling to a lot of different places that are supposedly haunted and just kind of interviewing yeah. locals or interviewing people that work at these places, just kind of just get a feel. Um, and then, of course, documenting my stay there and, and, and doing all that stuff. So it's going to be a very, and I'm a huge wimp, so this is going to be fun. I'm going to Oh, be, my gosh. That sounds so super fun. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to do video, too, or just, or just audio? I'll probably have some video segments, yeah, yeah. But the audio part is what will be great. And then, like, you know, because everything I do is, like, on cassette to give it that really crazy analog sound. So I'm sure that will add to the terror of everything that I'm experiencing. But Definitely. Yeah. Should be pretty uh should be pretty interesting so so that'll be that'll be up and coming but you have successfully helped me round out season two of interviewing people um which is good because you know what better way to end it than on on a fluff <laughs> that, well, thank you josh thank you so to, much for having me oh no problem thank you again because like you told me this was only your second interview ladies yeah. and gentlemen second podcast interview and guess who got her that's right josh the maynard files <laughs> Miss Fluff on my show. Boom, shaka laka. That's what bugging somebody for six months straight will get you. That's you did. It was you were so great and so patient. Thank you. Wait, I didn't really. I was adding that for effect, but now you made it sound like I was desperate. I appreciate you. No, no. Like you just <laughs> didn't forget about me, and you kept you checked in. No, I know, and yeah, you gave me the you gave me the the go ahead, and I said cool. I'm not, and I don't push. That's not my style. I'm like, if you say you're gonna do it. I'll hold you to that, and if you don't, then it's no big deal. I get it. People get busy. But I do appreciate you making the time to come out. Um, I do have one final question for you, and this is going to be like the this is going to be the, the, the big one. So, oh. your favorite breakfast cereal. I need to know. Cereal. 
Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. From when I was little, Lucky Charms. Boom. That was easy. Maybe too easy. Perfect. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, Claudette, Miss Fluff, thank you so much for coming on oh, to the Maynard Files. I wholeheartedly appreciate it. It's been a great interview. Um, and here is to all of the success that Fluff Incorporated is going to be bringing out. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. No problem. Do me a solid, though. And when you do things in normal, everyday conversation, use Fluff in as many places as you possibly can. So, like, if you're someplace, you can be like, Fluff the Fluff and Fluffer. You know what I mean? Or, like, get out of my way, Mother Fluffer. You know what I'm saying? Just use it as much as you possibly can. Like, Smurf. They always use Smurf oh, for right. everything. So, use Fluff. That's a great idea. I'm going to do it. I, I don't think you will, but I appreciate the sentiment. But anyway, uh, thank you again. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning into the Maynard Files. I appreciate all of your uh, support, and I look forward to entertaining you in the next season. And uh, until then, uh, I, whatever you're doing, make sure that you're doing it right. Adios.